Ha-ha! What's cracking? It's your homie, Lil Mystery. You are now listening to the Emo Brown Podcast, the downest fool in Chula Vista since AC Slater, homie. You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook, at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. Dang, are you a DJ? Damn, dog. Damn, dog. do that? Listening to another episode of Emo Brown, the podcast brought to you by Grasshopper. We're here today with one and only Joshua Kemble of the Family Cast Podcast. We're going to smoke some weed, drink some whiskey, and talk about how his uh, podcast is going and what we're planning to do with him here at the Emo Brown Media Group. Ladies and gentlemen, the homie. Hello. The one and only. Hello. Joshua. Kemble, what's up, man? Hello, thanks for having me. Um, you're making me those pennies right now. I appreciate that. Is that how that works? Um, Percentages <laughs> of pennies, right? Percentages of pennies. Thank you. Um, yeah, stoked to be here. Stoked to be Shut here. Shut up, bro. Okay, I got to go. Tell me about I, the I really Family Cast go. podcast, bro. The Family Cast podcast, that's the one I do uh, once a week. Uh, food and music is life, yes? That's the thing. Acronym. You personally, Steve, and you personally, Bajay, have both been on the show. Yes, we have. We have. You have all been on the show. All of you. Um, another one. Uh, another. And here is another, yet another one. But yeah, we do food and music pairings, and I talk to chefs and people in the food and music industries both, because I was, I am in the food and music industries. Still. Still, to this day. Another one. Um, <laughs> another one. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, so I do that, and I decided to talk to people in, in all the worlds of music and food about all that stuff, and we just talk about life. I've made people cry on the show. Have you really? Yeah. How many episodes people, in are you? Sorry, people I was not expecting to cry were cry- <laughs> have been crying on the show. Um, Mike Herrera from MXPX? I did not make him cry. I have, oh, okay. We, well, we haven't talked in my show. I've talked in his show, but I was crying. Did you really? It was a hot, the hot sauce was very hot. We do a lot of hot sauce tastings and stuff like that. Wait, when are we doing our own yeah, hot sauce? Ta- I missed out on let's my do the hot, I want to do some hot sauce It's time. Let's do So is it hot wing or hot sauce? I drink hot sauce straight. No, you don't. Yes, I do. There ain't nothing straight about the way you drink hot sauce. Yellow. Yeah, man. I'm Keep your it. pants on next time you're drinking wow. hot sauce. I call it's it weird. A, I call it a naked taste. So you, you just pour the hot sauce on a spoon. You put it on some french fries maybe and some chips. And you okay. Try, you try it the three different ways. And then you do it on food. But that way, you don't have to have a whole spread of food in front of you. Because then you're just really tasting the food with the hot sauce. But I like to taste the hot sauce by itself, and you know, if it's a really good hot sauce. What's sh- the hottest hot sauce out there right now? Oh damn! Um, I have one waiting for me that I haven't opened yet. From, from I got some from Hop Zingers. They make all their hot sauces with like hops and different ingredients. Ooh. They have one called Vecna's Curse from Stranger Things, and that's it's black, and uh, it's 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 ready. It's it's getting it's it's one of the next ones I'm gonna open up and try. Maybe, I've never yeah I've never had that. We've had that idea pitched us a few times. But we've never done like a little hot sauce challenge, hot wing challenge, the hot chip challenge, all of the hots. It almost be like something you could do either, I don't know, live on your stream or in person with people and they could de- be like testers or whatever. But like, I just like to try a bunch of them. People send me stuff to try and use and I do music pairings with that. So that's fun. Which one has wrecked you the worst? Dang. Um, anything with like f- m- more, because I got- Morrissey? I ca- mm-hmm. Morrissey. Thank you. Is that Claudia? Um, <laughs> No, uh, anything with I got. I kind of got used to habanero peppers. I feel like mm-hmm. they feel sweet to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. A straight habanero bite is gonna get you, but like the sauces, I'm used to. I, I use those all the time. But now, 
like the Carolina Reapers and Scorpion Peppers are kind of getting me. Getting yeah, me Carolina like, Reaper is no fucking spicy. joke. We we uh you don't need like four in a batch to uh, we ferment it. We do a lot at the kitchen. We're You're a big stuff. batch. For reference, Yellow. Joshua Kemble Yellow. is a former wow. lead singer of Dogwood, the music that we'll be listening That's to in true. the pa- in Thanks the background. Thank you also, he's a yes. he is a chef here <laughs> in the hood. Uh, tell us a little bit about your chef exploits before we go into all, all the hats you wear. Exploits. So I'm a chef instructor, different things for nonprofits, but also I mean for those of you, I mean I've been on the show a couple times talking about it, but new now, listeners, new listeners every. Every week, every yes. new listener. How many bro. times can you push the Yahweh button in one episode? We've already uh, done. <laughs> don't challenge him. I'm sorry. Don't don't do it. This is the Yahweh the episode. Camp is here. Uh oh. <laughs> Look out. So um, I don't have a lighter. Oh, right I do up. have a lighter. So I do I do uh, culinary instruction for nonprofits, but now I'm an executive chef at Harvest Kitchen. How do you like that? catering. I love it. I love it. We do a lot of experimentations and hot sauces. And, and now you do a podcast. Now I do a podcast explaining what food and music, because I'm I'm one of those chefs who likes to use all six of your senses. Go ahead. You yeah, so there, everyone knows about the five senses and maybe even the sixth Let's sense. Let's assume I don't. What, Jiminy uh, Christmas. What are the five senses? Like what if Some I do would call beer? me stupid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Some would say, he doesn't really know I'm not know a smart them. man. Um, so I like to tell people to taste, like, you know, if you're doing a beer pairing dinner or wine pairing or liquor pairing. or Is coffee. that still a thing? No, I, I do them at uh-huh. events. I do them at events. I, it's hard to do a ticketed. My faith in you will never die. Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, I should write a song about that. Um, <laughs> oh, it did. Uh, so pairings, I'm like, hey, touch the, touch the glass. Pick up the glass. That's your touch. And then look at it. That's your sight. For, for, for those of us who are fortunate enough to have all of our senses, um, touch it, Represent. see it. Yes, represent. For those of you out there that can see everything and touch everything and then you smell the beer, for example, if it's beer, smell it before you taste it. Don't be, don't, don't just, oh, cool, beer, <laughs> gone. What's the pairing? There's no pairing now. I need <laughs> another one. You ruined it. <laughs> I need another one. So in case there's not a full, a whole like sit down ticketed dinner, I can pair that one drink of beer with a music. Nice. So, so you use your senses and I mean, sometimes if the beer is like super, super sparkly or if you open a can of something, you can hear it, right? Effervescent. The, uh, effervescence. The loquaciousness of the... Uh, loquacious. Loqua- bequeath upon me the meaning of loquaciousness, bro. What did we tell you about using bequeath? Um, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, so, so you can hear it Bequeath sometimes. the sheets but if you with can't Josh Campbell. Bequeath Chesbera. Whoa. Barry Bequeath Chesbera. Barry Bequeath Loquacious Chesbera. Hey, that's a great name for a fucking something. Bequeath the Barry sheets. Bequeath. Like between the sheets. Like between the sheets. Bequeath the sheets with BJ Chesbera. I think Martha Stewart named her rap album that. Well, you heard it here. <laughs> of the three things that you do currently do, what do you like most? Well, you don't really do music anymore, or what are the do three things you? I do? Music, fucking <laughs> uh, the podcast, yes. an executive chef. I mean, family, yeah. all of the things, everything oh, yeah. that everything that Family Cast stands for. Yeah, proud husbo. But people think it's a family show, and technically, I guess it kind of is because I'm a family guy. It's not about like family stuff. It's not like hey, listen to this show if you want to hear about how to be a family or whatever like that. Because I talk to people on the show who are like, you know. They own coffee shops in town or uh, coffee shops in Vietnam or Boston or wherever. And then also there's people from the music industry that are brewers and distillers now. Um, so our, our paths have merged in the past when I was doing a lot of music stuff. Or now they're now they're I'm merging with them because I find out that you were in that band. That's and awesome. now you're a chef. Yeah. Or whatever. Or you're, you're a chef and now you're a musician or do both or whatever. Or a lot of your concerts are at food establishments and bars and stuff like that. So, like, the worlds are more merged than everybody thinks. Barry Jasbera, you've been on the uh, Family Cast podcast. Yes, We've I did. You've met the homie Josh Campbell. Hello. Um, Sitting next to him. Did ah. you ever grow up listening to Dogwood? Or, or what's your uh, history with uh, Joshua's music? I had heard of Dogwood. 
uh, you guys, I'm sorry to say this, we're a little bit before my time. Yeah, he's a little, yeah. But I had heard of you guys, like, in the scene, like, a lot of the older heads would talk about you guys all the time. Older and heads. Then older once, older heads, bro. Once I did meet you and started hanging out with these guys, and they talked about you all the time. I listened, and I listened before. <laughs> I researched you before our episode, because I hate, like, going on right, a fucking yeah. podcast or an interview and not knowing who I'm talking to. So I saw, like, singer, I was like, Dogwood, all right. Mm, all right, looks okay. like Go check it out. I ch- yeah, I mean, it was... That's that's like one of my favorite songs right there. Take it, to take it. TBH, to be honest, that's one of my favorites. Um, I, I don't, I don't always tell people because I, you know, not. I guess I just try to stay humble a little bit about the music stuff, but also like, it's not, uh, it's not the only thing in my identity. I think, um, but it, it comes up, and I'm mean, like, sure, yeah, I, I did that, you know, because we had a we had a really good life doing it, and uh, kind of passed the torch to new musicians, new bands, winning awards and stuff like that. Um, to the new scene and stuff like that. So I still like doing it, of course, and I'll never stop making music. And no? I, no, no way. I encourage kids to to k- continue that. We keep music music all over the house, like pianos, cajones, ukuleles, guitars. But, I've seen know, that. That's awesome. Yeah, so those are all over the house just so like we can ever, we can just pick up and play whenever we want, you know. Not like necessarily all the family all together. Any of the kiddos on board? My daughter does the most music. She does she does keyboards and sings. Nice. She does the most uh, in that. Um, I'm trying to get the, the boys to do it. The boys, actually, uh, one of them especially, my youngest one, Xander, he helps me make beats and music on the sh- on the episodes of Family Cast. We, every week there's new custom-made beats and music that exclusive to each show. I don't repeat any beats or anything like that that we make. Cultura. Which is one of the reasons I do enjoy what you do on your podcast, man. <laughs> We're definitely starting this right. thing called the Emo Brown podcast. Uh, Emo Brown um I'm <clears throat> sorry. Emo Brown. <laughs> that toker got me. <laughs> the Emo Brown Media Group. Emo Brown Media Group yeah. is something that we kind of thought of that we really wanted to kind of focus on the homies and people that we listen to. And you fit that profile. So what we want to do with you, I just want to mm-hmm. help yeah. market, promote, get the name out there for what you do. Because you have a killer podcast, man. Thank you. You have amazing that. guests. Yes. You have uh, that family-rooted uh, presentation and the way you get on. You get the insight from a chef's perspective. A fucking father, a musician. It's like it's right up my alley. Dad core. It's it, some dad would say dad. Core, used to do those, dude, yeah. and I feel like dad bod pod totally bridged the gap between dad core and what it is now. Yeah, we tried to. We talked about this way back in the emo brown mm-hmm. days. Of, dude, should, Josh, Josh and I used to get so fucking deep on these episodes, man. <laughs> we'd 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 get in on a sick one, man. I saw the the son of Christ today. Whoa! L- 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 oh, I was like, wow, you're talking. <laughs> like, we're getting deep. One of my favorite songs. Steven's having a moment over here. <laughs> I held the hand that held the hammer. We try to get pretty graphic sometimes to convey a message. ADD and, now, and you here and the music I have, and weed. Well, that's one thing that I talk about on the show a lot is my personal struggles with ADHD or ADD or just trying to pay attention to life and focus. And if I get, you know, you always, I think you always said it a lot on your show. Uh, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, like that. I truly believe that. And though, so, so what's hard with my struggles with it is if I try to make a plan and somebody else like derails my plan, it really derails my train of thought as, you know, these are all like metaphors that are, that come to life because I'm like, Oh great. I can't, I cannot plan. I basically, you're planning for me to. <laughs> yeah. So let, let me do my, let me my be plan. me. I mean, kind of. Yeah. So basically me and you need to, to shut the fuck up and let him talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this story's over. Um, but yeah, so like the train of thought kind of thing, but like, on the show, I talk to people about like whatever their struggles are with anything, anything like ADHD or, you know, any anything basically, and uh, it gets it does get pretty deep, you know. I've uh, I've had lots of local chefs on there and and bartenders and brewers and coffee people and stuff like that. And how many episodes in are you? There's been some tears, um, probably over a hundred. I I decided though 
I do this weird thing where I only number the episodes that I have interviews okay. with people. So I do a lot of kitchen pairing playlists and bonus episodes and other things that I, I don't number. So those are episodes within the fucking podcast. Kind of, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I do yeah. like that. So I don't always interview people. So I do solo stuff. Because that's what we did when Dadcore first came out. Yeah. It would be under Emo Brown. And those would be numbered, and then Dadcore came out and be like, oh, Dadcore 1, Dadcore oh, really? 2, okay, yeah. yeah. And then we'd do the side note, and it's like, oh, side note 1, side note 2, boom, boom. So everything shout kind of Chris. within Emo Brown. Yeah. yeah, shout out Glasses. <laughs> but now with the Emo Brown <laughs> media group, it's like, fuck, I want to have you do your own thing on there. Gotcha. And then we can help promote and move it. Then we just brought in a young lady by the name of Trima, the True Crime Pod, and then they're at the brewery monthly, mm. and they just focus specifically on San Diego-based crimes. So I'm oh. like, oh, cool. Boom, right up my alley. Then we got the homie, Cesar Fernandez, seat number five, and his education background and everything he does for the community. Mm. And we're going to have his uh, educated guest podcast ah, right in there, too. Mm. We got fucking wax pack for people who like hobbies, bro. Uh, We have another one coming up with him where where we're going to be looking through 1987 Topps cards, breaking or ripping cards. I have that whole set. And anytime you pull a Bo Jackson, like we take a shot or some shit. All along the line. Yeah, all along the line, just, just... you having shots at Bo Jackson card. <laughs> you, if you pull it, gone. you eat it, and then it's gone. <laughs> and then we have the dad bod pod. So we got five fucking bangers that I want to work with to help promote, move, market, and see if we know what we're doing when we're starting this Emo Brown <laughs> Media Group. Because a lot of the other things we've started, like this foundation, like this fucking podcast, like the brewery, like the bar, like a family, anything that we've started, I've never really had any uh, firm foundation or basis of experience to judge it and, sure. and, and do anything off of, but. They've all seemed to kind of work. That's because you're DIY till you die. I think I am. I want to get on the Cesar Torres podcast. Where, when is that one coming out? I just made it up. Damn. The Stealing Cesar Torres. Stealing the name. That's a okay. <laughs> That sounds official as fuck. Yeah. The Cesar Torres podcast. <laughs> brought to you by Cesar Torres. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, better get that domain oh, online first. Yeah. What's been your favorite episode you've done in over these 100 oh, ones? Man. There's got to be one that sticks out more than the rest. The BJ Just Bear episode. The BJ, besides, aside from present company excluded, of course, right? Um, BJ oh, and Steve's I could be episodes. In there. I mean, okay, yeah. Those were good ones. Um, yeah, BJ's episode, to, to be honest, was the first episode that featured an infant on the camera. Damn, yeah. <laughs> Not only does he look like one, he acts like one, too. Look oh, no, at it him. was him and another infant. Yeah. Oh, his son. Oh, okay. I think it's the one on the wall right there, yeah. <laughs> I thought the we were talking talent. about BJ. <laughs> the real talent. The real, the real moneymaker. So that was the first one. So I've, you know, there's been, there's been, there's been dogs and cats. I'm just doing this one. I got... Ooh. Oh, podcast this and weed bearing. This, this is an old song. Right I wrote here. this song in high school. Go ahead. Yeah, I just I was working at a telemarketing place in Escondido, and I was not a good worker, and I was just I would just write lyrics to songs on a stolen pad of paper from Palmer College. Nice. And, yep. And uh, I wrote these lyrics. And hey. It's, it's the, All I want to do is love you. you. Give yeah. me the chance <laughs> to get inside of you. How many times can I walk off this show? Damn. <laughs> Not enough, bro, because we'll, you'll just keep coming right back. You're like the mafia. Dude. Um, Great song. I started listening to Dog when I was in high school. Me too. That's when I... <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> um, we were so bad. Um, favorite episode? Favorite episode of the, of the... I think, to be honest, like meeting... Some of my musical heroes has oh, been yeah. really cool, nice. yeah. Because I because I don't just talk to chefs and stuff like that. I talk to I'm talking to in my world at least the famous musicians. So like somebody like Jonah Matranga from Far and mm-hmm. One Night Drawing and stuff like that, and he like cries on the show, or like the singer Mad Caddy's cried on the show. Did he really? Yeah. What'd you do to him? Were you pinching know. him or what? No, do? I just started asking questions. I mean, I mean, I got pretty deep with Chef Letty, and like you know, like it, it just sometimes it just rolls and people start, you know, talking. We start talking real because I'm like, hey, tell me about your family life growing up. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Or like, what's your favorite song that you ever wrote? And they're like, oh, my gosh, here's why. And I just, you know, and then uh, I get kind of starstruck sometimes if I'm talking to someone I don't know. Like, I think Shauna, 
Shauna Potter from War on Women was a really good episode because she she's a um, like a feminist author and writes like stuff about safe spaces in the music scene. You know, when you, see, when you go to concerts, unfortunately, still, you see, like, a lot of dudes being douchey and grabby and stuff like that. Are you looking at me? BJ punches women <laughs> in the I pit. <laughs> BJ. I do not. The views on this podcast do not reflect real life or the universe. But it's good of, for a fucking bit, bro. So you punch. So BJ punches women in the dogwood shows. Jiminy Christmas. It's crazy, bro. Well, um, there is some stuff. Like, I That's mean, really I bold know. of you to assume their gender. Allegedly. Sir. Yes. Allegedly. They, yeah, they you're the problem here. them. Mm. Yeah. So anyways, she just like kind of opened my eyes to here's how you say things to people without uh, or I mean, maybe you do want to start something. But like everyone, everyone's kind of in a fight mentality these days about everything. Right. Like whether it's what you believe about Bad Bunny or or, or politics or religion or, you know, what's your favorite podcast or who's your, who you're voting for for mayor. Like all this stuff is like everyone's has an opinion now and it's very strong opinions. And they're out and there. So, they're everywhere. And so I'm just like. Bro, let's sit back. Or I'm just, or I'm also like, let's talk about it on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. save me, it. Yeah, let me, save these arguments and tell me why I want. And then <laughs> the more they talk about it, sometimes they're like, I, I really sound like the bad person here. You know, <laughs> and <laughs> the, now this is recorded. The more I say it into my own earphones, I sound like an idiot. Um, I say that all the time. But I think that's what's I say awesome. It to my wife, honestly, no, I think that's what's awesome about the podcast is we do is that we do we we don't know there's no we're not scripted. You know, there there's no firm fucking educational basis for what we're saying. It's just shooting the shit with friends. And then when we're we're talking to people that we don't know, I feel like by the end of the podcast, I've become like close with them. I've become, I think so. Not maybe not a friend, but we've definitely become an acquaintance at that point. I'm like, I feel comfortable shooting a text to anybody who's been on the podcast. Exactly. Because we've opened up to each other and we've shared some shit. Yeah. You know, it's been a cool moment. Look at this guy over here, BJ. Uh, He's on the show. Yeah. Now he's he's, he's like totally part of the show. He's got his little stage that he yeah. doesn't like going on anymore. I missed the fuck out of that stage. They get on there, bro. I want to. Whenever, do you want to get on there now? I'm going to bring my mixer next week. All right. And I'm going to try my method of plugging that shit. Well, here's in the thing. You don't wait until next Monday to make it happen. You come in prior to that to make it happen. Oh. You know? Unless, oh, well, actually, I'm not going to be here Monday. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe Monday will I'll be work. here Monday. Go ahead, dog. I, mean, I need your thingy then. Or I'll just take that home. This coaster? Damn. Um, I don't know. Is that what we pointing at? I don't know. I need his thingy. <laughs> worst podcasting experience you've had maybe not necessarily with like worst guests but I had a couple ma- okay had, let's yeah, hear it yeah like if my because if i go on location i don't always do it like in my own studio or whatever i go out and see you know i am in the masses i'm in the public um and the sound is not always as quality as i want it because i'm in a brewery yeah. or a coffee shop or like what kind of know, setup yeah, do you, you usually use, take for a brewery i use all different ones i do i can do it straight on my phone with um just equipment and head or whatever like very low-key or I can bring a whole setup with like a couple of mics and my, you know, through laptop, through Logic and stuff like that. But then, like, you know, if I set that up and then, you know, uh, one of the something ends up not working. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to plan B. You got to have a plan B because um, I got to record it like that. So, but on location, if I'm traveling to someone's, or I've been to backyards, um, I've, we've done stuff at a, a, a patio in Little Italy, you know, like different things because I want to be, I want to be, uh, Meet people where they're at, kind for of thing. sure. If they're in the food industry, I want to like go when, to their home. When's your break? Yeah. When's yeah. your break? Let's record on your. You it's know. Not, you're in the zone right be, now. If you hear background noises, because I'm in this working kitchen yeah. and they're they're cutting fish or whatever, you know, so stuff like that. So it's not like um, I'm not a stickler for like the high sound quality, but I do a ton of I do do a lot of production on each show because I uh, intro and outro with music, custom music for each time, and I play music from the artists that are on the show. Um, I play like when BJ was on. I play me too. Hey, <laughs> get this out of here. Look at that. Um, but uh, 
yeah, I just I like to make it a, a kind of a fun experience because the podcast that I listen to with my ADHD, I really love it when they interject music in between the conversations. Not necessarily always behind it, like this is fine too, but like when they they actually stop talking, here's a part of a song, and they come back to a conversation. You like know? it like this? Like we recorded a video for this song in, in Chula Vista. Yeah? Yeah. It was a family fun center. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were there uh, with eight millimeter cameras. Well, quickly, dad turned too sad. My preschool <laughs> days and the rest of my life. Ooh, are we emo, bro? Ahead, ahead of your time? Yeah, man. You guys were some emo shit. I didn't know what I was feeling. I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> man, that's crazy. Music Trader, Chula Vista on Broadway. We did it. That's why I would procure all of my dogwood shit. <laughs> all of my dogwood music oh, I got, I got from... You were the one that stole all the CDs. No, nah, man. I would purchase them hard cash. <laughs> I remember one time specifically, I bought the Haas album by Lagwagon. Yummy. I bought your uh, the Good good Old Days for Dogwood. Tasty. And I bought um, the Excrements, first fucking CD release. Nice. Of the, yeah, bro. All three okay. in one shot. I was like, went home, loved all fucking three of them. Yeah, you're a baller. Yeah. They were $10 each back in the day. They're like less than 10 I know, I know. They're like $7. That was a lot back then. Yeah, dude, my first Guttermouth CD I bought there, bro, and it just fucking end on nine, and it just blew my mind, and I kept searching, dude. and then I got the formerly known as an EP one. That one's just fucking bananas, we dude. stole some stuff from Guttermouth. Yeah? I've stolen stuff. Like yeah. what? Like what? Um, off, the, off the song Friendly People, mm. or the, not, not, the song Derek off of Friendly People. We stole that. They stole one of the riffs. Maybe but I mean, is it is it, is it really stealing riffs? Uh, we were in, we were inspired heavily. Yeah, I actually said I want to, I want that riff. I said that you know. I think I think there's a lot of bands in San Diego that, that do that even to each other. It's very like that should just happen. It's too. sometimes just, like it's written you know like so it's like if you like the same thing as somebody else. You yeah, might just I, I don't think you. Too. I don't. It's like a tattoo. It's like anything. As soon as you think you, you're the first motherfucker to come up with something, you're gonna be sadly mistaken when you re realize there's been hundreds of thousands of other people have oh, already sure. done that. It's all you know. Nobody's new. Tattoo like, writing a script. Writing a song, creating a riff. Oh, look song. at this recipe. Uh, oh, look at a yellow car. But look even if this. you're, even if you're, if you go to like a festival, a music festival, like Fest in Florida, all the bands kind of sound the same, and they 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 want those bands to be there because they sound the same. Or you go to Sound and Fury in LA, it's all the hardcore bands, all the younger, newer ones. There's no like legacy bands there. They want certain bands that sound. What a is a way. legacy band? Like, like say if they brought. Uh, Snapcase out of you know. Ooh, I remember that name. So like old, yeah. So an older band that you might remember from the '90s. They brought if they bring them to a festival, they're bound to bring people our age that maybe have some more expendable middle income. You know, older, older. That's fans, the move. Older fans, but a, a Sound and Fury prides themselves on we only play, we only have like new and young bands. There's no like reunion bands, basically. There's no bands that are coming out of retirement to play this festival. So Dogwood won't be playing that anytime <laughs> soon. That's what I'm getting at. Um, no, yeah. Stop but, emailing. But like you go, to, you, <laughs> what I was getting, I was. It was related to what we we're saying. There's no like, like there's not a lot of new sounds out there. So that's why it's really refreshing when I hear an artist doing new stuff, or a chef doing new stuff, or a brewer, or a coffee, or a distillery, or anything like that, because it's everything's been done before. Coffee was invented, yeah. you know, centuries ago. But here we are still trying to make new coffee drinks from you know, Ethiopia in the 1800s till now or whatever, you know, or even before that, who knows? I could be way off on that. Cause Reminds me of the fucking album, Maniacal Laughter, specifically Argyle on the Bouncing Souls album. Oh, with so the good. way that fucking song ends is like, no one will ever be like me. So anything that you do, like no one will ever be able to replicate it in the way that you do it. You can take that hat and just throw a little Joshua <laughs> Campbell on there. And all of a sudden it's like, no one will ever re replicate it. Do your podcast. That's why I like your podcast. Thank you, know, you. Thank which you. is why well, I like everything you're about, man. 
I've had you, your salsas, that. the green one. Oof, pipiti's nice, second to <laughs> oh, none. I, I do owe you some more. Yes, you yes. do, man. Uh, that was a little light. Just was that an elbow nudge? <laughs> nudge? <laughs> I just, I think I just poked you in Facebook, like to bring, to bring me, bring me yeah. some more salsa. Yeah. And then, yeah, man, your, your music, obviously for me, that it was very inspiring. I, I was a big. You're one of the first uh, bands who actually took a step back and not just necessarily listen to the riff or the drum, which is awesome. It was the lyrics. I was like, "Oh man, what is this guy talking hey. about? You know, what is he saying?" It's like, yeah. "Oh, this dude is hurt. Like this, 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 <laughs> this dude is going through some shit." And this, and I him, got something you to know, say. I'll punch the because, girl today. Starring wow, BJ in the pit. <laughs> you know why? Because I hate that this bit's coming back. <laughs> well, because a lot of people were singing about like parties and girlfriends and whatever. And Do you want to like, go to a party like that? Our friend Josh, check this out, baby. We'll bring him. <laughs> <Elemento Leo. laughs> oh, that, no. that too. Melaman <laughs> Ase. Um, no, because I was like. Well, I'm going through all this kind of crazy stuff. I won't. I think there's probably other high schoolers that are kind of going through all this crazy stuff too. They're just too afraid or don't know how to say it. So I'll just put it in this punk song, you know. And then it kind of it kind of touched with, with other people, you know. Like, Do you attribute that to the last the large success that Dogwood had growing up, doing their thing, is kind of reaching out and trying to build a a relationship, extending that little olive branch, like, hey kids. You're not the only ones feeling this way. Um, Check what I'm, I'm sure going through. Of, I'm sure some of it was, yeah. yeah. I think there's a level of honesty from an artist to a naked a truths, dude. You're just I, I yeah. Think so, yeah. Or like even if it goes all the way back to even like your business. If you're if kind of your books are open, you show people like, you know, costs were higher, so we're raising prices or stuff like that. Yeah, or yeah. like this beer is inspired by that. Boom. Boom. It's it's and the the honesty behind it, you know? I think one thing good I attribute to you the one good thing I attribute to you Brown Podcast, just kidding there's one good thing is you guys are always talking about your families your moms and wives and kids and stuff like that it's like that's a very honest approach to podcasting it's not just about the topics that are on the show or whatever it's like yeah. th that always comes up naturally you say, we lose ourselves once we're talking all the stuff it's just in the conversation I think that's a level of honesty there's no like uh, not a lot of boundary <laughs> you know? It's true. Sometimes boundaries for better or for worse. You sure, know? but exactly. but the I mean I feel like the boundaries will keep us on task in a podcast. Will keep us on task in the kitchen. Penis uh, writing a song, penis doing its breath. thing. <laughs> Dude, that's a down ass fucking comeback to X, somebody, bro. So I mean, I feel like that's like junior high. Which I know you're saying he's going into junior high, mm -hmm. so that's, but like he's just even ready. more high school. That's like a ninth grade. Too, too level much. Itself. Yeah, I just feel like it's a, the dig drop of all dig drops in elementary school. Somebody, no. somebody's punking your it's kid, new, and if that yeah. kid just says. You know what? Shut up, penis breath, and walks away. It's like, yeah, damn, yeah. yeah. And at least you're not telling him like get physical, because there's dads no. out there be like, he says something oh, no. smack no, like, no, 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 Yeah, no, so no, I'd rather no, a kid dude. use words than anything else. If you fail the plan, you're planning to fail. <laughs> my job is to arm my kids with everything I feel is needed to navigate through their early years. Mm -hmm. You know, you felt that your best way to plan not to fail is to connect to kids yeah. going through similar situations as you. Do you use those same strategies, mentality, approach in the kitchen, chef, as executive chef, I in do. your podcast, as a parent? I do. And one one thing that I say on the show is I'm not I'm not the best chef in San Diego or the only chef. Obviously, there's tons of them, and they're all really there's a lot better chefs than me. And I acknowledge that even in my own kitchen, I'm not I don't want to be the best person in the room because we're all in trouble. If that's well, the fucking if you're case. the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm -hmm. If you're the best, if you're like the best chef in the room, you know you need to find some better friends based in the chef world. I I have a really strong chef team now that like I've built and I I I I search for people's strengths and build on those. So I have a one guy who's not really good at cutting meat or searing fish, but he's excellent at a lot of other things. So I put those things on him. And my, you know, I have a pastry chef, so I'm obviously not going to have doing a lot of meat stuff. So like she's really good at this and I have somebody who's really good at administration and computers and and cooking at the same time. So I I basically find those strengths in people and 
build my team on that, you know? Almost like superpowers or Avengers or something like that. It's mm -hmm. like, he's the strong one. Bring him she's in. He's the fast one. We need her too. He's good defense. And so, he's the guy with the car. Yeah, <laughs> the driver. Um, so, like, uh, I, I want to find people's strengths and not, not just say, I need this, this, and this in the position. I need to basically build my team around your strengths, whoever it is. You know? Yeah, sometimes the best position of strength is knowing that you can. You have to take a step back and be like, oh, you know what? This dude or this lady like, can I do my love, job a lot better. I would love to have somebody like Caesar in my company, in my kitchen, you know? Like, Why, what's he going to do? Say that louder. No, I mean... He's, he's been in enough kitchens. <laughs> I mean, just because, well, there's companies that obviously wanted him to work there, and he's, uh -huh. so he's chosen a few different beer companies and now landed on a really good one. But, like, I think he brings... He's... I Just, just knowing him as a person, I've, I've never seen him do a sale. But I know him as a person, I, and I he's bet, a salesman. I bet yeah. that attributes a lot to how good the company does because of Caesar's like personality and knowledge and all this kind of stuff. But he's also like, he's just he's just a badass dude, and because he's uh, he talks about being a father a lot. You know, he's dad core. Oh yeah, you know, he is dad core. X dad core X. We just didn't get him on so, the picture yet for the dad bod pod. Oh no, that's but we're gonna put him in there. Hell yeah, yeah. we gotta get dad, signed waivers dog, about dog taking your shirt off and shit, bro. <laughs> Fucking BJ wanted to come in there, but he just looked what did I say? ridiculously but pasty. I, but, we're like, nah, I, he ain't coming in. But what I'm saying is like, like on the podcast or whatever on my on my show, I get very honest and emotional about my past or my traumas or like you know what I look forward to in my kids' lives or like why why I have a good life and what I was able to say through music and stuff like that. So I I, I said last week's episode or something like that. I said I'm jealous of people who still get to just go out on stage and do it, um, or like do the do a podcast full time or whatever oh, like yeah. that. You know, because I'm working and doing the podcast. Podcast is not my job, but it, but it's it's I think it's still fun, if that makes sense. You know, like I still record on people's epi uh, records and other podcasts, and I have fun doing it. But I, I'm not going to go on tour full time. How? Not, let's take yeah. a podcast on yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's people there's people that, there's people that do know, that, you know. But it's like set up at House of Blues. That's a whole different different. Uh, or take over kitchen by kitchen, going like a kitchen yeah. tour. Yeah. See, like I'll go, start go smoking. And I'll, I'll spit these ideas to Casas, and I'll be like, "Yo, Casas, this is what I want to do." And he's he's awesome because he's like, "Yeah, let's fucking do it then. Let's fucking do it then." But then I like I I, I come back down. And I'm like, "Oh shit, we can't do that. I don't think that would work." Yeah. I would love to have the opportunity to create this podcast as something that we do like on a daily basis, you know, in addition to the businesses that we run. But if this could be some sort of way to like legitimately raise a family, build a career around, I'm all in, man. So what are we doing right now? It's fucking Monday afternoon. We already did Mithicha Monday. Oh, yeah? We got Casas over there wrapping things up. We put it on video. We got you coming in here. We just, do it. We just decided, to, let's just do another podcast real quick. You know, there's there's weed in the room. Media group. You know, there, there's things going on. The, the, drink, the drinks are flowing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Media Corp. E e Emo Brown Media Group came from this. You know, this, yeah. this is how it was built. Yeah. You know, it came from just shooting the shit. And then we're like, oh, wait a second. You know, and that's why I wanted to have you on as one of the podcasts that we fucking represent. I appreciate it. You know, in, in the sense of, you know, La marketing and, and, and promotion, you know. People like what we've done. And again, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. There's a plan, but there's now no way of how we're implementing it. But there's definitely a plan. And I've shared that plan with Justin. Sure. You know, I've shared that plan with Casas. Sure. I've shared that plan with fucking like BJ and Caesar and the people who are in the group. It's like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, and I, I think I this, totally if, get it. You know, if yeah. I feel like if we do it this fucking way, I think it's going to allow us to do these other things as well. So, fuck. Mm -hmm. For some reason... They are all on board. This works. And um, I have a fucking, you know, I, I, I get scared. Because sometimes Justin will just sit there before we start an episode. Like, okay, man, make me laugh. Be funny today. I was like, Jesus Christ. I've never, <laughs> now, I've never approached it. Yeah, on. I've make never laugh, approached clown. it like that. Now that you make it like that, I'm going to be, fuck, is that funny? Because we just shoot from the hip, talk <laughs> shit, and have fun. Yeah. You know? know it's, it is fun. I think there's a reason why people like the show, because it's fun. There's always different voices on here. 
vo- you know, different yeah, guests and stuff. Oh, no, no, oh, no, hey. no, no. <laughs> that one. Another, one. <laughs> another voice. <laughs> another voice. Oh, um, well, that was good. People like, another one you're listening you, to. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need this man to narrate a Batman or something. Where are the drugs? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to drop him one. Another one. Another podcast brought to you by the Emo Brown Group. Yeah. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, everyone in between, you're listening to. Another one. Another one. <laughs> another one. Another one. And another one. Just kidding. Um, no, I yeah. Voice, I want a full episode. Like voiceover stuff is fun. I, I we should just have a on, podcast. Just call it another one. You know, there might be right. another. There might be. You're listening to the Emo Brown Media Group podcast. Another another one. one. Welcome to another one. <laughs> this is Josh. Anyways, family cast. I uh, I wanted to call it the Punk Chef podcast. Why didn't you? Because I love that name. Yeah, yeah. I use that as a tagline, but there's already like the Punk Chef as a account on Instagram. The Punk Chef, and he's not. It's not, I think it's a guy, but there's no punk about it. It's just food plates. There's nothing. It's all. Are they active? Pl- yeah, he's doing stuff. He's out of Vegas. Have you reached out to him? I, t- I mean, we follow each other. We talk, whatever. But like, I mean, I should, just, I should just have him on the show, honestly. Hey, did the Emo Brown Media real, Group need to step in? If you're a real in? person. Do we need to step in and make sure you procure that handle? What is it that you need? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, the handle's fine. What do you fine. need? I, I, I'm the Punk Chef podcast because uh-huh. there's no other podcast that's doing that. There's other. I have noticed there's a jujitsu podcast where the guy like he likes to cook and play music and stuff at the guy at the same time and talk about BJJ, and then um, there's some there's a, there's a few other ones that are kind of it's similar in nature, but I'm really the the only one who's doing food and music like pairings and um, it's kind of like the the niche. No one will it. ever be like me. So you just gotta approach it in your best way, fool. Yeah, and that way, just say, be you. Know? you. Just do you and just, deliver it in your way. Your, uh, you you have a very distinct uh, cadence in the way you talk when you're on the podcast. Do I? Yeah, like I I like it. Oh. It's, it's not like necessarily a draw. Should I start? Uh, but it's the it's sleep just app? no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that the way you speak and the way that you present and communicate, I I'm drawn into it. You know, and because I listen Thank to you. the rhythm in your voice, the way you're speaking, and just how you did dance those words off of it. I'm like, oh, I like what Josh is doing here. And then more often than not, you're talking about something that legitimately piques my interest. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. It's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to listen to this fucking podcast. <laughs> listen to the show. Yeah, I'm going to listen to this fucking show. Share the show with show, a friend. You know? Yeah, that's what we want to do. You know, that's what we want to do, bro. Be Emo Brown the Media, media group. group. We want to just share you. The Media He's Group. He's like, I like what I'm listening here. More people need to listen to this motherfucker because I know I'm not the well, only that's one. that's the way you do it. The, yeah. the DIY, the grassroots of, I'm not going to like... I'm not going to make flyers and stand outside a concert, which wouldn't be a bad idea. It would kind of be funny to do that for a podcast. But, like, that's just what we used to do for concerts and stuff like that. <laughs> hey, come to the show. Here, you throw this flyer away. Um, be like, who's like this man talking to me? There's yeah. an old man. <laughs> Leave me alone. They don't, they don't like, like that anymore. Man. They don't yeah. like that f- the personal Hello, direction. Caesar. Hello. Um, I don't care. You can cut. He's, don't cut that part out. I like Caesar. Um, Did he say you could cut that out? Cut no, that out. Yeah, he's like, get in here. Oh, shit. Um, fucking Caesar. Look at him. Uh, what was I saying? Oh. Him. But to get the word out, how do you even get the word? There's there's so many podcasts and music and like how do you and sh- places to eat in San Diego? Yeah. Like how do you, how do people do it? It's because they find something that they like and they come back. We're stronger together, friend. Yes, you know we're stronger together. Uh, support those who support you has been one of the legitimate core mm-hmm. values that we hold mm-hmm. in everything that Emo mm-hmm. Brown does. You know, for sure. Emo Brown is Emo Brown. Emo Brown is a cool name. If there's a taco, you know? if there's a place out there that sells good tacos or burritos, I want to make sure I tell people unless burritos. I'm really territorial about it. Well, you are. I don't want to share that are. info with you everybody. You, you might not even go to downtown for a Mexican mm-hmm. food. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's throwing up over here. No. Why would um, I do that? I, girl, I don't know. But, girl, I don't but, care. But, but, you know, I appreciate people that are doing it. I appreciate the hustle. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. Like, I'm jealous of people who are still, like, out on tour, you know, touring the continent. What is stopping you? Well, I'm not a, I'm not a full-time tour. I'm not a full-time musician. Like, I would have to stop what I'm doing with chefing. Not necessarily 
chefing in general, but being a chef at Harvest Kitchen in San Diego. Because um, I can, like I said, I'm not the best chef in the world. I'm not the only chef, and there's other punk chefs out there. But uh, we need to unite and collaborate. I love collaborating, um, but I can't. I haven't figured out a way to make that a job yet. I used to be independent, but then um, I just took this took this position so I could. How long you been in that position? It'll be technically as an executive chef. It'll be like three years. What did an exec- executive Damn. chef do? Um, so basically in charge of anything culinary, anything food related. So like any decisions, any recipes, any like administrative, any like, you know, sending the invoices the right way, stuff like that. So like, um, I don't do any sales. There's a sales team that does, sets up my food calendar, basically like here's the events and stuff like that. Cause it's catering, boutique catering. So anything corporate or we take the food truck to Palm Springs for a Damn, shoot, You guys stay whatever. hustling then, huh? It's very, it's very hustly. It's very hustle driven. Um, which is fun too. Cause I'm, I'm DIY. I got ADHD. Scorpio, Enneagram 7, whatever you want to talk about. What's Scorpio? I'm, Scorpio, like my birthday, my Zodiac. Oh, what, is that, what does that uh, entail, being just a like, Scorpio? I found today that I'm very know. stubborn. Depends on who you ask. Yeah. yeah. But they would you say just found same. that out? Yeah. But they could, <laughs> some people would say the same thing about other Scor- other Zodiac signs, like the Taurus or like the, He's awesome. the, the Ram. or I don't know. There's Taurus is probably It depends on who you one. ask, I think, honestly, because there's Leo, and that's a lion, right? Like, I don't know, because um, I don't know any of the dates or anything like that. I'm just saying uh, I have all the qualities and energies that it would take to be in to like that hustle you know to like be working for that because it's a grind and you know my back hurts some days and stuff like that but i wake up the next day and be like i get to go you know yeah do it again cook whatever cook whatever mole i want or whatever you what's know. your favorite dish to cook yeah i love cooking over an open fire mm-hmm. like either when we're outside camping or a santa maria grill with like tri-tips and stuff like that Caveman shit. to be honest i had so much fun like this last year doing so many like so much vegan food so a lot of a lot of food we've done a lot of vegan weddings. So like 200, 300 people just eating all these vegan entrees, and and it's been a hit. And so uh, we've done full Mexican weddings that are vegan. Um, so that's been crazy. And I've been I've a full Mexican impressed uh, vegan wedding. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So I'm impressed too, yeah. with the menu. I'm impressed with because a lot of the sides and stuff that can be traditionally made vegan or the salsas or anything like that. But when you make the entree and in if it's tacos and like di- nice dishes and stuff like that, it's all vegan. It's like. Wow, it's like okay, this tastes actually. This actually tastes pretty. I shouldn't be surprised, but I still am, and I think that's what's fun about the job. And that's mm. good. When you taste the new beer that's at good. a beer company, you're like surprised by how good it is. It's like you should. It's no. not like yeah, there can be a level of like, what surprise means. It is, of course, Kevin's gonna make a good beer. He makes good beer, but but when you're surprised, like whoa, I wasn't expecting it to be this yeah, good. I feel you. Like, I, I feel you. I wasn't expecting Flama Blanca to sell this well, Ooh. but you shouldn't be surprised. I wasn't expecting my song to do this well, but you shouldn't be because you're crafting this art that you you know. It's perfecting it, but it's then it's the, when it's that next level, like, whoa, this is the best taco I ever made. How or would the family it, feel if you did go back on tour? I don't know. Maybe maybe when they're done with high school or something. Yeah. Like, you know, like, they, they, I feel like I'm needed there now. They, they they might not feel like they need me, but I think my presence would be missed if I was not there. I feel you. You are yeah. needed. You're yeah. definitely no, needed. Yeah. As, Your I kids think, are at that age. As, I think parents are needed in general. Like, um, what I noticed growing up with not having always... I mean, I, I didn't want to be around my parents or whatever, but maybe not having p- parents around as much, maybe I got into more trouble than I need to. But also that trouble that I got in, I got into made me made me who I am today and stuff like that. And you know, no no rugrats, no regrets, right? Mm. But um, but uh, some people I know that I grew up with did not have the same experiences as I did, and their their worldviews are still kind of set in those same days because they haven't experienced some shit. When you the more you, kind of you experience it, it definitely changes you and sculpts you as long as it's not you're not like an asshole like 
I used to hit people all the time or something. Fucking like that, PJ. <laughs> I don't know what I, I'm, I'm a nice it. guy. I'm <laughs> PJ. Nice person. But uh, what what I was getting at, I guess, is like um, I can still be there. I'm 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 willing to, and I'm blessed enough to be still like stuck in my kids' lives at least for the time being. Before you know, my daughter goes maybe goes off to UC Santa Cruz as well, or um, my I, my two boys are still in school, so they got some time. But you know, they're starting to work life and stuff like that. So I'm like, it's a balance. I'm like, don't work too much, man. Enjoy school. You're gonna work for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I love it. I'm like, pump the brakes, homie. How do you deal with time management? Is that something oh you feel God. like you you do well at? Sometimes, yeah, but not in everything. No, sometimes not in everything. If I I could I could spend. A, a whole day or a whole week creating like podcast stuff or, or cooking videos or anything like that. Like I like doing that. I like creating and doing the hustle. And, and that time goes by so I, quick. That's what you I mean. You feel like you Super start fast. something and it's like yeah. I'm halfway through Super and it's been fast. three days. Like, as far as that, yeah. I, I, that's where I need more business acumen. I need more like I should be making a plan for when I, when I am creating, like I'm going to spend one hour to the, to the second of doing this show or this music or whatever the case may be, or, two hours of making this recipe or even like writing whether that's writing it out or doing the video or testing new spices that they send me or whatever the case may be um so time that would be time management right now i don't really do that i just do it until it's done that's I the problem with diy because you're your own like timer kind of yeah. the days of paying for studio time that kept you tight you're like yeah. i got six hours i can't afford it yeah. so there's a way to like <laughs> regulate like that yeah. kind of stuff it, might even, it might even be better you might be you might be pushed to finish that song or that whatever you're making in the kitchen or whatever, you know, like some stuff I can do on a kitchen timer. Like I got to cook this for X amount of time. But like if I'm just making a beat for a podcast or producing somebody's song and there's not a deadline, that's actually not good. Take all the time you need. No. Well, no, I need no. some structure. Yeah. So, so same with kids, yeah. you know, kids need that same structure too. So before kids, my hobbies that consisted of like time sch scheduling was a lot easier. Like I remember one time I was, they asked me to do like a soundtrack for a surf skate video mm -hmm. and I, we didn't have kids yet. And I was like, cool. So I legit was working day and night just down there in the garage, which had turned into a little like production studio to make beats. And I was doing like California rock reggae style riffs for the surf. And I just remember that shit was awesome mm -hmm. in no fucking realm or world. Now can I get away with allocating time to do that kind of shit you know there's just too much going on with being a dad sure, being yeah. a business owner fucking around and, and doing these podcasts yeah. and, and being part of the foundation you know well, and you do raising you do and raising the family you know <laughs> like i feel like oh shit oh yeah. dude no you have to go to work ups and i'm like oh man so it, there's no way i see like because i really love music man. well the minute the family brings it up if i'm they're like oh you're going to the studio again or oh you're going you blah blah if once they say it like that then that's the that's when i'm like i feel bad about yeah doing the having the fun yeah. and i'm like i'm just trying to do i don't want to spend all of my time i mean don't get me wrong this is not shade on the family but i don't want to spend every single waking moment just like doting on the kids or yeah. you know like making sure they're okay which is my job overall but every person human needs to have their own thing kind of like absolutely i need, I I need that time i'm that's healthy that's also, healthy shit bro men at this age too like we need to be able to go do something men yes all men, right go the, ahead the, the, the male gender. <laughs> <laughs> this is not anything against anybody i'm saying like i mean everybody should have their thing no matter what your pronouns are or how you're born or how you are now it's like but men in general are wired to 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 be um, to shut the fuck up, put your head kinda, down, and hustle. Let's well, yeah. go. Well, that's know? what society tells us. Yeah. But 
I also need some time. I'm, I'm not an introvert per se, but I do need some me time. Yeah. I do need mm. some time to either go to the mountains or the beach or to my studio and just- Alone, really? Sometimes. Oh, hell yeah. Sometimes, because that's when I make my extroverted stuff. I'm making my podcast or the music or producing you know, their record or doing something like fun or whatever, because you know, it's not always fun to tell the kids to do their chores or to do the chores for the kids or whatever the case may be. You know, mm. like I will do that and support the family, of course, but like, what about me, you know? Everybody asks, where's Waldo? Not a lot of people ask, how's Waldo? You know what I'm saying? Are you a therapist? Go oh ahead, my God. bro. Deep. I even use the degree. special voice, bro. I even mm. use this. No Without the filter. filter. No filter. That Another was straight one. mean. That was that was me. <laughs> Organic <laughs> as fuck, bro. Wow. BJ, set some insight. Shed a little bit. Do something. I forget you're here right now. I've been He's here. Chilling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's... That was one massive blunt, though. I do like it. Thank what, you. Dean's what I'm trying here, to man. bring to this table <laughs> right now is that if you're a creative person you're definitely going to have that urge to like go do your thing and it's not a bad thing but it's also a responsibility kind of like make sure that our partner or whoever mm-hmm. even like the kids they mm-hmm. get their time mm-hmm. to do the exact same thing like 100 so i try to make sure that th- to support their happy time that way my happy time is like you know equal it's not like exactly i outshine them with Smoke like weed every day <laughs> yeah like bring them in but no uh <laughs> like i really try to like make sure fernanda has a good time too like yeah, yeah. Uh, I sometimes I'm like, go do that thing because like, mm-hmm. like it's more important than like whatever I want to do right now. Right. I want my wifey to be firing on all cylinders. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want her feeling like, oh, er, oh, like so whatever she needs to get to that level, I'm always on board. Whether it's her going to Zumba, you know, whenever she mm-hmm. goes twice a week mm-hmm. and doing her thing, whether it's just like going to I'm going to go for a drive or I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to go take a shower, take a bath, do this. And that's my job is to one recognize that in wifey because I want my wifey to come home or be at home in the best you know mental state and and and, and personality and attitude wise everyone's chill and firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Me too. You don't want me home being an asshole. No, it's better you know? for everybody. Yeah, you, it's, it's what like and she always tells me this is like I appreciate because I've made a conscious effort to go home and do more things that I can do at home at home as opposed to just going out and doing it at the at the bar, or the brewery, any of the businesses yeah. over here even. Yeah. So I'll bring a lot of my work home with me now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'll just sit there and she's like, well, sometimes. It's just as bad you being here and not interacting. And I said, I know, but I'm doing my work here. You know, I'm I got present. Yeah, I have to. I'm, I'm, I'm physically here, Kinda. but I'm not, you know, <laughs> yeah. emotionally or, or mentally right. attached. Yeah. So that I, I have to figure a way to make that work. Sure. But I still because yeah. I, I still got to get work done. You know, so yeah. I have to bring it home and do it there. And boom. But she she sees that I am. There's a conscious effort on my behalf yeah. to better build a better me. Whoa. All right. Drop. D- build a better me. I don't think he knows. Wait, wait. Building a better me. You heard it here. Emo Brown. No, boy, his fucking his fucking song is epic, bro. You, you've never heard that one? I sure. I listened to it. It, be, it was on the beginning of the show. Don't, it was, don't, uh, don't do it again. <laughs> Let's play a different, song. Like, a different artist. Let's go I like when artist. you get super shy about your music. Well, I can only play your artist because you're here and you gave me a verbal approval that I can play. I'll give you permission to play anybody. Oh, Let's play BJ's stuff. Oh, BJ's stuff. Go. Yes. Are you on, you're on there? Yeah. I'm on there. He doesn't care. But, I, do you don't like listening to your own stuff? No, just, I don't mind. I just yeah. I don't listen to it like on the way to work. It's like I I usually listen to it if I'm I making would, a I'm fucking yeah. I'm yeah. bad about that. Like I'm bumping my shit all the time. No, no, I do. No, I no. would listen to you. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, like I I I, yeah. I wouldn't think I would listen to my shit. But I, I would listen to shit. If I'm working on something, I will. Uh, if I'm working like in that moment on the song or working on somebody else's record, or I will listen to that. You know. But I've already also heard these toured them a bunch, and every once in a while the kids listen to it. I'll I'll listen to it with them. Um, but the bottom line about starting the podcast was since I'm not still making like records full time because I was full time and recording something 
a, like a legacy, leaving a legacy for them to hear my voice for or whatever, sure. or my talents. Now I can do it through the media, like the podcast and the cooking videos and stuff like that. And you know, I can I teach them how to cook, but I can leave a, a digital and tangible legacy of dad's voice, if, as it were, on the show or me being on other podcasts or like, you know, uh, if I get them to help me with the show, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to teach them how to do more production on the show so I can, they can, it'll help them get a job maybe in the industry after they get out of school. Or, if that's what they want. Or if, yeah, but all they'll have, even if they don't, they'll have the skills to do it. If someone's like, hey, wasn't your dad in music or podcasting? Can you know how to run this board or whatever? And, and they'll be like, hell yeah, I do. At least so whatever I showed them. I mean, I, raise your, raise your yeah, I, I think that, I think that people need to have, at least teach uh, at least one good skill to every, one other person, you know? Not the whole teach a person to fish kind of thing, but like, I'm not going to teach my sons to cook something that I don't like cooking. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. I'm not going to teach them. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to teach them how to rap because I didn't do that. You know, I'm I not teaching them how to play hockey because I've never even been to a hockey match. Sure. Yeah. We should go. Yeah. I got, I got, I got to connect. <laughs> Let's go um, to the goals. That's what I'm saying. Uh, at the, at the Pachanga Dome. <laughs> there it is. El Domo de la Pachanga. This episode brought to you by I know, Sports but, uh, Arena. But, like, but I'm teaching them things that I know. And that's the whole thing with like even how I was raised, you know, if, whether that was all the good and the bad, you'd show them all that. Yeah, and then like, whether that's whatever you believe in, like I said, politics, religion, church, all this kind of stuff, it's like, teach them the good and the bad, you know? Like, were there any good moments growing up with your shitty dad? Were there any good moments? Tell them about that kind of stuff too, also. Tell them that, you know, tell them about the abuse, but tell them about like how my stepdad taught me how to play baseball or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So I get to say that kind of stuff on the show, and then it's recorded, and there it is forever. <laughs> that, no, that's awesome. I feel the same way. I tell wife, he's like, you know what? One day I will be gone or whatever. Hope it's a long, long time from now. But if not, these are all episodes that are there, you know? And then I told him, I said, that I want to keep doing this specifically for that. Like, I think that's cool that I can have some sort of audio library of dumb shit that we talked about. But sometimes in that dumb shit, there was like some real shit. And and I feel like that's you something dropped that, some knowledge and in, nuggets. And I feel like that, that's yeah. a good thing for the, the mm -hmm. kiddos to kind of, oh, you know, that's pretty fucking funny. Oh, but you know what? Oh, dad, you know, he, he fucking he had some insight here, you sure. know? And that'll be there long after I'm fucking gone. You for know some, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, and I always make this lame comparison, which I think it's a, a very legit one, though. When, um, um, fuck is his name, dog? Ba Michael Keaton, Batman, made that movie, My You want to get nuts? <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> Look at you. You know, like, they made that movie where it's called Best My Life. Batman ever. It's called My Life. Yeah. And he has cancer. And he has a newborn. And the, not even a newborn dog. You know, he's going to have a son soon. And he gets cast that death sentence. And he's on making videos, like, document, this is how you shave. This is how you open a door for a young lady. You're going to cry right now. You know, this is how you ask a young this, lady this out. This turned into dad core right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, this is how you, 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 you comb your hair. This is how you roll a fucking joint. Whatever the case may be, these are all things, you know, that that father has bequeathed upon his children. There it is again. There it is. Another you know, and, and, and Another for his one. kids. <laughs> you know, Another one. He <laughs> <laughs> just says it's so awesome. But you know, and, and these are little fucking dumbass clips that they can listen to sure you know and i told him i said and this is fucking weird i'm gonna make it weird for you okay. I'm, gonna, I'm started recording like little messages that for when i'm dead you know so, oh, yeah. like, so my kids have like a little audio clip like oh you know okay i'm gonna miss you for this and then one for each one and then one like for wifey and then i've done it several times uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i always upgrade them but like ever since i had recording shit i was always like i'm gonna leave people messages and, just, <laughs> and I, like sometimes i was like i'm all drunk and just like i'm gonna leave everybody a message right Fuck now you. just turn that shit on and, no, it's like all this deep heartfelt shit 
But then I'm like, I come back, I'm like, well, that can't be the message. So I got to make another one. Like, it's, I will send you to Jesus. I will send you to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm going to release like a full album. Yeah. Just, like, my, my little fucking death my, my, I have a buddy who he's, uh, he's known for making, he helps people make vinyl records, like produce, like make it, not production, but like making the actual physical art and everything like that. An original vinyl shout out. But um, he has a huge record collection. And every, he, every time he plays a record from the collection, he leaves like almost like a library card note of the date that it was he played it oh, for, his, really? for his daughter. Hmm. So he, she can see his collection when he passes with like notes. I was listening to it on the day you were born. Or <laughs> is this normal? Was, the things that we're discussing? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds well, like it because it's like, you know, yeah, I was we gonna don't say, even know Yeah, that's this, what yeah. I was going to say. Cause it seems like there's a lot more people doing shit like this. I never what, really told anybody because so, like, what a So it is and it isn't. Because I mean, it is. what are you going to do when it's too late? Yeah. What are you, you going to do after the fact? Well, a, a, a lot of times when you think of something, it's already too late uh, in life, you know? Like, uh, I'm feeling this one. This has um, always been a yeah, fucking favorite. This is the song I'm going to be remembered for. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Um, no, I think that I think that we, um, yeah, I mean, not. this is not, I don't want this to be a downer at all. My The podcast is a lot of fun, and I have a lot of fun doing it, but sometimes we talk about serious stuff. Yes. But I always try to, there's like an uplifting message. I always do like one small, like, preach or rant, like at the end. That's like, what makes it stay awesome, in your lane, Campbell. You know, like, that's what the fuck I like. Thank you. Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what makes yours awesome. Yeah. It's like you're fucking real about it. Yeah. You know, you are You you are a spiritual dude. Can be. Yeah, can you know, you, 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 you were raised in the Christian religion. I am. Yeah, you still are. You know, you're like a practicing, so religious person. So you, that obviously, complicated. It, but it's a part of your life, complicated <laughs> or simple. It's a part of your life. And I feel like on your episodes, you, you drip a little bit, you know, you don't ooze it at all. You know, it doesn't get like super preachy, but there's, there's little nuggets in there. Mine, mine, well, mine's more like how to be a good person. Yeah, how there's do, And how do you be a good person when I feel like an asshole? Mm-hmm. If I feel like that and I'm te- showing my, if my kids see that or whatever. Um, you know, how do you how do you even tell your kids how to be a good person in this day and age? It's hard. It's whether ever that's, evolving. Whether what? that's church or not, like, yeah. how do you how do you what do you do when someone calls you penis breath or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. what's the next <laughs> what is the next step if somebody's not being the awesome? new BJ Jasvera of punching women in the mosh pit is going to be penis breath? No, I'm just saying like, how, but but like, I got you back. I mean. What do you, what are we what are we t- teaching each other? And and what am I taking away from these every every single day of this of this world being so crappy right now? Like, it can be depressing. And then at that point, you don't want to show your kids that you're depressed about things in the world because how are you supposed to teach them about how to be, again, how to be a good person, how to be awesome? So we're all learning, Campbell. Wow. We're all learning. Never and, stop learning. And, and I feel your podcast just help with the learning process. People said that ours helps. I fucking don't see it, but people have said that, hey, yeah, you I know what? You know, you're, you, you guys you guys have helped me during this time, and that's yeah, time. And it's yeah. like, we're just being real, and I feel like that might be the But people need that. I've gotten good nuggets from both dad bod pods. They're, they're good as shows. A, as a new dad, I listen to that, you know, I'm like, all right, cool. So they've gone through some shit like I'm going through. It went like, to a very you know. emotional song when he started saying this. Oh, yeah, really. We got here. Jameson. We got Jameson. <laughs> brought the to sound you. of it. Yeah. Brought the, to you by the Go the you Folk Yourself album released in 2019. Yeah. Roughly? Yeah. Right. Uh, What's up, dog? You're listening to uh, like Emo t- Brown Media yes. Group. Almost 2019? Fan. I'm a no, fan. earlier than that. Just, I love just, it. Just go with it, bro. Don't, yeah, don't, don't 2019. There it. It. <laughs> Fine wine. Fine wine what's in 2019. What's the takeaway for the Emo Brown Media Group wanting to be with the family cast? What's the takeaway? You're listening to <laughs> the family cast. We're not, well, we're not familiar, dog. I know, but we're not... Um, I guess we're I guess we're kind of similar. In yeah, a lot of this, actually, technically, that's what it's like. Get familiar with what what we've been doing. Like, and, and when I I'm, I'm attracted to projects that line up with what I'm doing, 
Because that's what I'm very much interested at the time. Like, mm. oh, you know, this is taking up a lot of my memory, a lot mm. of my time, a lot of my effort, energy. Oh, look, that's something that's doing the same thing. You know, so I like to collect those things. If I, I like it, like I said, I want to amplify you. It's I want other like, people to listen to it. This is not unlike a, mm. a record label. Go ahead. You're, you're basically like almost like making a record label. For oh, podcasts, for real? For podcasts. Oh. I think. Because it's it a, like I, I an like indie it to be, label for Yeah, it's, it's like a collection of things that I really fucking enjoy. A collection. And I know, you know, and I know I'm not the only one that enjoys these things. I love a good collab. Yeah, and there it is. It's yeah. just like a, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a collab. It's it's a whole, it's a syndicate. It's, it's a like, warm you know, embrace. You, mm. you know, you like Family Cast podcast? Well, get ready because there's this other podcast on there too. Fucking Emo Brown. They do a lot of the same things. You like that? You're gonna fucking love the dad bod pod, you know, and it's just like a collection of, yeah, like, going, yeah. yeah, like instead of albums, I'm collecting other uh, podcast styles that are like, oh, this is right on my shit, you know, because I love true crime too. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I love a story. I like being told stories. I like to tell stories. Mm-hmm. So I like to surround myself with people who in- yeah. e- exhibit those traits. Yeah. You do, you know, uh, uh, Renette uh, of the true crime. Uh, Pinchi El Compita Educated Podcast The Educated Guest Podcast mm-hmm, You know mm-hmm. With Cesar Fernandez I gotta have Chef Claudia On my show you know, too like, Chef Claudia talk, bro I gotta talk to her About some Chef Claudia that That's the wild card For us On, on yeah. the Metiche Mondays Like we were just Hanging out Douchey as fuck Like this Just dudes <laughs> And an opportunity came And I said Hey Jump on Like you wanna co-host With us Well Caesar's gone Whatever And she did She She's did like, rather yeah. And she came on and it was it just it felt cool. It was yeah. like, oh wow, you know. So now we've done episodes with Chef Claudia Caesar and BJ. Yeah. So it's always like a, a full house now, but oh, for sure in a balanced way. Yeah. Where I was like, I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Almost not, almost or not anywhere near like a Howard Stern approach. But I always loved the woman's uh, perspective in Howard Stern. Howard Stern was trying to be this big ass degenerate always, you know, like based on the experience and and things that he's gone through. And then I don't know. I always felt like Robin was our kind of like, well, hey, you know. It's, maybe it's this Howard, or yeah. maybe did you think about that? Or oh, like it's just awesome to hear that perspective and having the chef on here for that as well. As I feel like it's done some good for us. You do it solo. That's hard as fuck, bro. <laughs> I'm Caesar. I'm Chef Claudia. I'm you BJ. are all. You are yeah. You're all of them. How did you get accustomed to doing that? Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe being an executive chef allows you to okay. play multiple all right. roles. Uh-huh. Maybe being a, an instructor allows you to. Um, Learn about makes a lot each of sense. student learns differently, and what I when I learned from teaching is each student learns differently. I can't I go in with curriculum or syllabus or whatever, and I'm like, here's today we're gonna learn how to make pasta or whatever. Mm-hmm. But one of the one of the one of my students has t- terrible motor skills, or one of them is dyslexic, or like er, you have to be able to talk a million different ways at the same time kind of when you're teaching or instructing or if i'm even telling like three chefs in my kitchen how to make this one dish like i have to be able to talk to all three of them i mean they have to learn my style also but i have to be able to talk to every single person and that's one thing that i learned like being on stage too is like however many people are in the crowd if i want maybe i want one person to hear something and i'll speak boom but if i want to just make a blanket i need to also say it but it's not i don't come across as douchey maybe i do did or do sometimes i can admit that but hey, it's memorable to, to do that sometimes. Look at politicians. Yeah, yeah. I hate them. You know? Yeah, look at you. I do. I really do. But I think that's because just you know, that's just a. I don't like a. I don't like that doucheness, douchiness. You know, in the it battle. comes with that role. I like that. I like the being a cool douche. Yeah. Just <laughs> douche. I just like being around dudes you're that you know to that cool douche dude, radio. The, the the walls are down. Sure, you know, like sure. you're, the guard is down. You're sure. authentic as. Look, Oftentimes, absolutely, yeah, man. I don't think I've ever seen a different Josh, and I've seen you in 
at least four or five different settings yeah. now. <laughs> you're, you're you're very consistent. I guess that's true, yeah. And I, I was like, oh fuck that. Yeah, you get cool. what you get, and you yeah. don't throw a fit. You know, absolutely. That's a goal for me. You know, I feel better even doing this podcast and do everything. I feel it's different, but you do it very well. You Thank know? you. This is Authentic a lot of, is this a lot more compliments than I thought I was going to get on this this day. Okay, well, <laughs> better cut it short on that thing. Anything that else note, you'd like to wrap up with today, sir? I can't wait for that uh, Bouncing Souls beer. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. You just sit and watch what happens there. No, maybe I'll I'll, uh, I'll wrap it at, on Sunday at Punk. Yeah? yeah. Oh, Shout out, Cameron. What's up? Um, yeah. The fucking guy. This guy's always, no wonder he's got a Sharpie on him, bro. At any given moment, he's Dude, just ready to. Let me clarify it to the audience. He just why ready to I get don't just audio drops dick. He's ready to sign yeah. it. Bust <laughs> out. Bust it out. Uh, you only get two like, letters on mine. Here, DJ. <laughs> yeah. sign, sign, sign my name. No, sign this for me. I told. <laughs> listen to this. this uh, this was at Punk in the Park, actually. It was in Punk in the Park because I showed up directly from the kitchen in my kitchen pants, and I have I have more sharpies almost than I have records, <laughs> you know, like uh, in my record collection. I just carry them because we're always writing on, in the kitchen with sharpies on tape and stuff like that. So I have different colors. He thinks it's so I can sign stuff, but it's really just because I. He's just, it's part he's of just his, in the kitchen signing it, stuff. It, I'm like, it's, it's part <laughs> of his autograph you ready like cake. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm signing people's food. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not labeling stuff. I'm signing. Yeah. I'm signing food. He's just ready to give an autograph, bro. And yeah. I, hey, at all times, as you should Eddie, be. As, he, as actually, as no. The real reason. Be, I really love the smell of sharpies. Do you just really, yeah. <laughs> sir? We have another one podcast for you. I honestly, dude, you deserve it. Another one. You're fucking Josh Kimmel from Dogwood, Don. From Dogwood. I'm just Josh. St. Didicus. I'm just Josh. You know, all of these other musicals. Like, coming out. Go ahead. Yeah. St. Didicus. Damn, St. Didicus. Go ahead. Go I'll ahead. send you some. Yeah. Do it again. Do it Hardcore. again. St. Didicus. St. Didicus. The Drop. You heard it here. Emo Brown Media Group. Two songs I remember that really stick out from St. Didicus, but I don't remember the names, but I remember so them. So they must really stick out. No, no. I mean, it's a whole new era of listening to music now, bro. Oh, and, okay. and, 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 know, yeah. Yeah, so I really didn't know what the name is, and it just came across like a, it says MP3 or whatever. And I was like, oh, wow. This is a fucking killer song. So St. Didicus is another project. because The boys still got it. Da- well, m- <laughs> more Danny Montoya yeah, than yeah, you, whatever, him. dog. But Danny Montoya gets fucking down, dog. Yeah. He's a talented dude. He is. He's he's a, he's, too, he's he's quiet and humble and very talented. A lot like you. So see, which, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why you are attracted to that. You know, Danny Montoya is a lot like and you. but you're attractive. He, yeah. And, well, um, ooh, go ahead. I took the beard off, but I, you know. I like what you're doing. Go ahead. I like what you're doing. Say less. No, say less. Like, stop I like. talking. <laughs> I like what you're doing. I'm on Thank board. You. Thank you. I'm that's a big why, fan. That's why we're here. That's, that's why, why we're doing this, man. And I support the Emo Brown Media Group. I support it because voices, you bring in a lot of voices here. There's an eclectic crowd some some other times that I'm in here, but also the guests. It's eclectic, you know? It's a, So I like that. I mean, I wouldn't be against having a, a cop on my show. Go ahead. I don't know what we talk about, but like, you know, food and music pairings with the law. I don't know. Maybe you have it with, do with a donut review. That yeah. badge don't make it right, law dog. Damn. I no, I just like I like the guests on this show. Um I feel like I, I I it's cool to know like the voices behind the microphone sometimes. Or like where there's you know an artist like Dickie Isle, you know, or Ricardo Islas or El know, Ricardo Islas. Yeah, Dr. Islas. Um or just or or having hearing Caesar's voice. Or when you don't hear Caesar's voice, sometimes it's like, oh what's what's different about this right now? You know what I mean? Like it's a thing. Or when BJ started playing more, you know. And now subsequently playing less. <laughs> no, but you hear the you hear the difference. Not enough holes. Anyways, yeah, I just there's there's some uh, there's 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 still a lot to do. There's still some work to do. We're on it together, I'm here brother. For it. BJ's here. I'm here. I'm for here. It. The whole crew is here. BJ, Fresh final thoughts goods. for Mr. Joshua Campbell. I don't know why you guys are being so coy about this, but what happened? You haven't even mentioned his most like 
I was gonna say egregious, but I don't think that's the word I'm looking for. Whoa. Prestigious. <laughs> prestigious. Oh, go ahead. What, what do I got? He's a guest performer in Blink One Eighty Foo. <gasps> oh, you didn't even know that, did you? Yeah. Did I do that already? Or you're gonna. You're, we've got the contract be, signed. You're gonna be the first fucking White musical release. The first musical release of the Emo Brown Media Group. You know, okay. It's, it's gonna be BJ, myself, and and then whoever our drummer is, and you're gonna drop a track. Brian on there, Brooks. And you're gonna love it so much. They're gonna be like, yo, I don't know what this group is called, but I'm in it. Blink and I'm like, yeah. Okay. No, it's not gonna be Blink 180 Blink 180 oh. is our fucking cover band song, Blink cover one- song band, bro. Blink 180 Fu. Blink 180 Fu. 180 Fu. Maybe the name of the band will be 180 Fu, bro. <laughs> That's a great name. I don't know. What's up? We're Juanita Foo. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, yeah. Man. What you got? All of them. What Shout out get? Ryan. Let's go. Brian. Damn. Ryan. We'll bring Brooks he's, in. He's bro. actually my next. This week I'm uh, episode is Nathan from Boy Sets Fire is the guest Ooh. and Iron Roses, and then next week is Ryan Brooks. Of. Of he was the drummer in First Blood. He's now at uh, South North Day Brewing. What's up? How do you get your interviews? Like, do you good you question? Just know all these Thank people? Thank you, BJ. Yeah. Um, yes and no. A lot of the, a lot of the people in San Diego I do. Um, and I just say, hey, you want to be on the show? And they're like, yes, look, <laughs> let's work it out. Most or, people say yes, huh? Well, they say uh, they always say yes, but we don't always get to do it because we can't work out our schedules. So a lot of yeses, but not a lot of fruition, if you will. Um, Bearing fruit. Yes, yes. Um, or I just re- I reach out on IG to like singer of Good Riddance. I'm like, hey, you should be on sometime. He's like, well, usually Melanie sets that up for me. But I went straight. Shout to out, that. Melanie. Shout out to Melanie K. Um, BJ's PR. Oh, all right, well done, oh, BJ. So that's how I got. She like, knows Fat Mike. But that's, oh shit, that's one yeah. step closer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we. She totally would do that for the podcast and stuff. If, if we, if that's something that we wanted to do already, or like, I just say, hey, she's like, you should talk to Mannequin Vanity because they're all from San Diego. So I talked to you and Yakovich and stuff like that, and then you should connect with Screwball because they're from San. You know, like well, that's an awesome collab you have on your part there, though, bro. Big fan, big fan of him too. Yakovich. Mm. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so I just ask, I just ask if they want to be on the show. Some people are like, eh, it's not really my thing. Oh, really? Like when I first asked the singer Good Riddance, so he was like, I, I have no idea why. I don't want to talk about food. Basically, that's what he said. And I told and this was when I was going through Melanie. And um, he, she's like, he said he doesn't want to talk about food because he had a new record coming out. And I was like, oh, we don't have to, we don't have to do that. That's just kind of what the show is. But like, it, it, it might not even come up at all. Yeah. You know, I was going to talk about food because he's a hardcore vegan and like an activist and stuff like that. So I would talk more into that part of it. I wouldn't necessarily say, pair your new music with an album. Uh, tofu with the sprinkle of honey. What's your thought on corn dogs? Love them. Yeah. I love corn. <laughs> um, but stuff like that. So it's not always that niche. It, if it comes up, it comes up. I still want to talk naturally. It's not forced. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, he's also like one of my favorite singers. So that was kind of a, a really fun conversation just to do. And he, he said yes. And so that was fun. You know, so I like it. I like doing that. Binchy Joshua Campbell, bro. Yeah, I still get starstruck. I don't care. I'll say it. Who'd you get starstruck the most? Chef Claudia. Chef Claudia. <laughs> you will. Um, yeah. Oh, I am. Oh, bring her some sauce. Perfect. Bring her bring some her sauce. Some undercooked yeah. cookies. Undercooked cookies brought to you by who? <laughs> I don't know who made that. I, I thought they were great. Go ahead. I thought it was Look fantastic. at you digging yourself in a hole. Am mm. I? No. no. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was good. I don't know. But that's all preference too. Everyone likes their cookies different. I thought these cookies were bomb. I like. I, <laughs> I legit first, had like four prefer, or five of them. I make undercooked cookies on purpose. Yeah, and then I just eat them like that. Ooh, I'll it's a style you. of cookie. I even chips the hoist cells chewing. I'll eat the raw I'll dough, the my dough. friend. I'll, I'll <laughs> he told me not to and wouldn't tell me why. Though. Why? Yeah. What happens? There's, it's an old wives' tale. You could get sick. Also, you get salmonella from the egg. That's what I heard. Well, it depends on how ba- how poor your like food conditions are. But like, yeah. How uh, crack an egg? Put it in. Leave yeah. it out in the open, unrefrigerated. 
dead. Oh no, you eat that like when you're cooked, like you stir it up, oh, totally, you fucking yeah. take that spoonful. Like, yeah. Oh no, I'm just talking about the pre-wrap cookie dough. I just fucking <laughs> oh, that's free base that shit. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. He just bites it open like hunter gatherer style. I right? It. I don't even buy it. I just eat it and yeah. leave it. Leave the wrapper. You're talking floor. about the actual batter. Yeah, like when I'm making oh, chocolate chip cookies, I very rarely. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. BJ's making cookies, everyone. Mm, Juanita food. Just not <laughs> Pete's gonna make cookies. I'm gonna help. Sounds good, man. I look yeah. forward to growing this with you. Rock it's exciting. And roll. Think back, bro. From the first time we actually met to the first time we actually did a podcast together. Yeah. To the first time we you collab with us and vice versa with you yeah, with this cool. green salsa. No, I'm talking about that green La Flama Blanca salsa, bro. Oh, yeah. I think that was back when you were brewing for Spring Monkey. Yeah, maybe? yeah. I and want... then and then flash forward to like the podcast now. Yeah. We've done so the we've dance, always my friend. Been emo Brown Media Group. We, we just didn't know we it. We just didn't even know it. We've we've done the dance, you heard and I don't think we're ever gonna stop oh. dancing. Because I look at you and I'm like, that's a cool fucking dude, man. That's a cool kind of dude that I I want to be about. You know, musician. The, Steve and I do the forbidden dance. I know I'm Oof. doing something right because he keeps showing up in all my circles. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There he goes. Hey, school ball. Man, this guy is. That's next. Yeah. Why not? Fuck okay. yeah. I talked to Zaka bitch about it a long time, forever, but we just you know don't make it. We're gonna do a, a screwball dinner in here. You're not I'm manifesting that. Go ahead. What does that entail? What does that shoot? What does I, that look I mean, like? Uh, we just, I don't know. We're just talking about food pairing, and music pairing. Food and music pairings. BJ will play. Yakovich will play. Whole thing. You can DJ if I you want. I DJ. I know. No. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, okay. Nope. See, told you. Right. <laughs> but fired. that was cool. That was, okay. that was a fucking squirrel mix. <laughs> shit right there. I, just, I feel like somebody like. I feel like somebody like Caesar can MC or something like that. Oh, yeah. shit, man. Then, yeah, so there's thing, things in the works. Caesar and I are, are talking with our friend Dallas McLaughlin about mm-hmm. doing a comedy and comedy and beer pairing show. Like, oh, like yeah. So like, but we could maybe... Let could, me know if you need a comedian, yeah. Have you heard any... Have, do you, if you know of any venues... Mm. We're trying to figure that here, how we do more that's cool what I'm shit saying, here. Yeah, my dogs. All right, that's all. That's all I'm gonna say. They want to do some shit here. Where are the drugs? Give me <laughs> Anthony Jesselnick, and you can have the world, my friend. Uh, he'd come down. Yeah, he'd come down. He's he's a he's a promoting whore. He would do it. All right, you heard it, Anthony. Get over <laughs> here. Oh shit! Yeah, he just fucking dropped it. Oh my god! <laughs> come on over. It's fine. He got canceled though. No, he didn't. He got canceled one time. One time. Because his shtick is like... Can you get canceled multiple mean. times? Yes. Oh, I'm a big fan, bro. Wifey and I love <laughs> that right, kind of yeah, comedy, I bro. Know, but yeah. uh, it's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. I got a comedy drop for you. Freaking, I'm trying to end this thing and this no, one just wait. keeps... <laughs> last, last thoughts. Chappelle Lacey. Mm-hmm. Check him out. Uh-huh. Check him out. Like him. Chappelle Lacey. Yeah. A shout out to you, Chappelle. Um, I love him. You Are you singing in Spanish, fool? Uh, parts of it. Not really. Amigos. It's in Fired. That's yeah, amigos. I know. I gotta roll. I gotta roll too. I gotta get out of here. You're gonna make That's the editing of this closure so much fun, bro. I'm gonna have to go back and be don't like, edit it. Oh, fuck yeah, dog. Raw, uh, raw uh, dog. No, that you'll get salmonella that way. That's yeah. true. <laughs> okay. On that note, you on that note, yeah. Joshua Kemble, chef of the Darcia. world, fucking famous, chef BJ, all of the chefs, all of I'm the musicians. <laughs> yeah, you are a chef, kinda. No, no, I'm he, a, is. no he is. I'm assistant chef, baby batter. <laughs> Stay tuned for more great shit with the Evil Don't Brown Media Group, Josh McCampbell, the family Amigos Familia.